Bokar Tov, we are studying Vizot HaBracha. Um, my personal goal is to try to get through Vizot HaBracha a little bit quickly, okay. and then immediately start Bereshit. Okay. If we could spend, I don't know, hours on Bereshit, we probably still won't get anywhere. You but are the, 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 the engine. Actually, you are the driver. We are the engine. Yesterday, <laughs> we just did some reading in Rashi for the Rishon. Really? Yeah. We tried. Good luck with that. Just good, good luck. Around, we I, I, I apologize. <laughs> I really apologize. So what happened, um, Yom Kippur, like I was Kazan for, for sure, pretty much yeah, the whole thing. Joke. No, and then, and then, and then um, you don't realize how much your adrenaline is pushing you. And then the second your adrenaline dies down, you crash like crazy. I, I woke up. I woke up. Roof. Everybody was out this, the next. When I came out yeah. to this community, I think they raised this year. Yeah, mashallah. More. It was very, very impressive. No, I, I, wo- 20, I woke up as 20%. if. I, I woke up after seven hours, like a full night of sleep, as if I, I had just been woken up after one hour. Like, it was, it was really. Run over by a freight train. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it felt. I, I, I had the Zechut to read again. The 25th year. Okay, but it kind of tells uh, you that having satellite minions, it pays off. Yeah? I, I look our sell. our minyan was forget the selling. We I personally enjoyed it more. There we had an we had an hour and a half of break. We didn't have three thousand musifim beating all taking all of our time. The only difficulty is Moshe was very happy. Everybody was quiet. Right, right. The the only the only difficulty is because you have to spread your chazanim so thin and the rabbi so thin that. But Baruch Hashem, look at that, we were able to do it with flying, flying colors. No, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I had very, I had like probably my best kippur in terms of not losing my voice and it was just the adrenaline. I didn't realize how much adrenaline kicks in and how much it tires you out after. All right, Bezot Bracha. So where did we finish last time in Ha'azinu? <laughs> we haven't done Ha'azinu in some time. The last commandment of Hashem that you have the, to... Right. The command to go up and die. Yes. Right. Go up. Umut bahar asher ata'ol ha'shamma ve'asef elamecha kashen met arun achicha be'orahar ve'asef elamav. And then it says, uh, you will see the land from afar, but you will not go in. Yes. Okay, good. Now, Moshe has commanded that he's going to die. So he has to do the final, final, final thing before his passing. And that is to give a blessing to Am Yisrael. It's a, it's a bit of a nice thing. I mean, it's a bit of a nice masoret that a, before a person like a father, passes like away. Right. The last thing the person does before they pass away is they give a bracha to all the people that will be continuing on. Okay. Uh, f- so I'm going to be frank. The first five psukim, I, I can't translate. I, I, I'll do my best. <laughs> we did it yesterday. We did it yesterday. We did it. Skip we did it. it. Yes. No, no, no. I don't, don't want to skip anything. I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, read it. I'll read it for you. I'll try. <laughs> we'll try our best. Let's but, go for but, it. Okay. This is the blessing that Moshe blessed, that the man of God blessed B'nai Yisrael before his death. It's interesting that he's called Ish Ha'Elohim. Yes, there's so much written about that. Moshe Ish Ha'Elohim. I, I, didn't, I need to look into that more. What the that would mean. God. The man of God. Ish Ha'Elohim at B'nai Yisrael Ifnei Moto. Vayomar. And he said, Adonai Misinai Ba. God came from Sinai. Vizarah Miseir Lamo. And he kind of shined or shone, I don't know what the correct tense of that word is. He shone from uh, Seir on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, se- where is Seir? Seir is. That's it. East of, uh, no? That's oh. east of it. It's southeast of Israel. 
southeast of Israel. It's like the southernmost eastern uh, bordering people of Israel is Edom. And then you go up and it's uh, Moab and Midian. Or Midian and Moab. I don't know the order. Okay? So... Uh, he said, God came and he appeared at Seir. Hofia me Har Paran. Where is Har Paran? North, of, is it north of, uh, of Israel. Let's see. The mountain range forming the southern boundary of Canaan. Okay, so it's basically describing Borei Olam journeying through these places. It goes from Seir, then Har Paran. Ve Ata. What does Ve Ata mean? No, yeah. no, with an eye. Okay, I'll, I'll, t- it's funny. No, but no, yeah, and he approached. So I'll, I'll tell you what that word is. Um, at, 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 ata typically means you. Yes. Ata with an ayin means now. No, I wasn't looking at the text. Ata with two kamats, two kamatses, <laughs> means and he came. So he came, Meri Vevot Kodesh. So he came from the myriads holy. I don't know what that, yeah. what's that that's referring to. Um, Mimino esh dat lamo. And in his right hand was a fiery law unto them. So the Pasuk is impossible to translate, literally impossible. But we do know, we kind of know what's basically going on is that Borei Olam is traveling through these places and then he comes to Am Israel with a fiery law in his right hand. So it seems to be some indication that Borei Olam gave us the, 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 the Torah. I, I think it's still poetic. It's very poetic. He went first to, you know, all the others and then he came to us. Right, so that, that, this is where it comes from probably, no? Yes, yes. It describes God going to a number of places before coming to Am Yisrael with the Torah. I think he went to, for example, to Esav and all of them. And then they didn't accept him. So that's a Midrash, right? Was that in Rashi? Yeah, and that's why because it says Paran and then it says Serah. So you see how Rashi, you see how the Midrash builds takes a very cryptic... I told you once that you will find on the most cryptic psukim, you will find the most midrashim. <laughs> because that's how... Because that's where the chachamim have the most poetic license. Yeah. You see? Nobody knows, so you go... It's, uh, so nobody understands like, what the yeah, pasuk means, so you, you, you can interpret it. You gotta give it some it and, sense, so they use that method. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not as... It's not as... Uh, it's, not it's not just... It's no, it's not bad. Uh, is, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. But, um, but yeah, they take a cryptic pasuk, and now, and now we have the story of... Now, what would the midrash mean? Midrash of Borei Olam going to all of the Goyim before coming to us. He went Meaning. to all. It, that means that we were the only one who accepted it without even asking. That's what it says. Right. That's what the question. Midrash says. That's a, that's a simple understanding of the Midrash. But what is signif- What is the significance of telling us that Borei Olam? Meaning, meaning, let's say the midrash is supposed to be understood not not literally, but as like a, to to provide a lesson, right? But actually, saying he chose us, it's not really true maybe because he went maybe, to first to them. Maybe, Maybe right, so what would the Midrash be saying? We chose him right away. We chose him. We're, yeah. we're not the chosen people. We're, we're the, the choosers. Choosing, choosing people. Yeah, we're that, the choosing people. I think that's people. probably... We choose. Because he went, so really chose to go first to them. I, I think that's probably what us. the Midrash means. So actually, if, am I the third one? Yeah, but it's okay. We choose the... the I, think, I, think, I, think the Midrash, I think the Midrash is trying to highlight the fact that Am Yisrael didn't just... wasn't like by chance that we were given the Torah, that there were certain behavioral characteristics that Am Yisrael displayed and has as a nation that, that makes them the most fitting for receiving the Torah. And it wasn't by chance. So, uh, yeah. I mean, so, the Midrash can go anywhere. And, 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 the Midrash can go... 
yeah, yeah. Any I mean, direction I mean, you want, you, you could, can go say that. I, I told them, I'm about to give to the Jewish people. You want to be part of this? And they said, no. It could be also that. But everybody at the end, everybody has to be part of it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they said no. No, no, no. no, no. The, the reason I'm trying to interpret the midrash and I'm, I'm shying from. From just taking it literally that Hashem went to every single nation. No. Because there are because if you take this Midrash literally, there are a million theological implications. Yes. For example, we when we had revelation at Harsinai, it was a big deal. We had six hundred thousand people there when we fainted first and we, we couldn't listen to Boreolam. Wait, so did that did that also happen to Edom and all these other nations? Hashem came and revealed himself to them and offered them no. the Torah? No. I mean why wouldn't the Torah tell us about that? Right. And it's, if it's such a big uh, deal for us to have a revelation from, from Borei Olam, and then other nations also had revelation, then why don't we know anything about it? Why don't, why don't, so, 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 no, so that, that's typically why that you're, you're, one of the things Rambam says, who's obviously my guide for interpreting Midrashim, is, is the, the is school of Rambam, how he interprets them less literally. He says the number one thing you know the the, the, the the thing that you will that will typically tip you off as to the, the fact that a midrash should not be interpreted literally is if I think one of his things is if it goes against a theological rule in the Torah. Like for us, revelation at Harsinat was such a big deal, and all important. of a sudden you say the ten other nations have the same exact thing. It's a confirmation. That's a, that's a, that's a, not, it doesn't uh, it, doesn't, yeah, it just doesn't make it's sense. It contradicts our, our senses as Jewish people. So that that's why I said I'm 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 trying to see what the Midrash means rather than just assuming that Boreolam actually went to each and every nation and gave them the Torah and tried. Okay. Um uh, uh, <laughs> Good, good. It's got more interesting. <laughs> okay, then, nevertheless, or then, or af typically means nevertheless, or even, the beloved of the people. I think it is translated as beloved of the people. But they translated in my book as he loveth, he loves the people. Yeah, he loves okay? the tribes greatly, yes. Kol All of his holy ones are in your hands. In Borei Olam's hands. They sit down at your feet. Receiving your words. That's probably a reference to? Mount Sinai. Har Sinai. Sure. That they were, tuku means they were like placed, they were like tucked. So they were talked at the foot of the mountain and uh, Boreol, they received Boreolam's word. By the way, which fits the Midrash of the yes, previous Pasuk. Yes. So if you understand, now you understand that... What you just said actually makes sense. No, no, no forget what I said. Why, why the Chachamim, besides for the fact that the Midrash is cryptic, yeah. that the Pasuk in the previous, the previous Pasuk is cryptic, so it opens the door for Midrash, the next Pasuk clearly is talking about Har Sinai. The previous Pasuk is talking about all other nations. Yes. So the Midrash builds a story. Okay, if we're at Har Sinai and the previous pasuk were at other nations, maybe Borei Olam tried a Har Sinai with the other nations before he got to our Har Sinai. Right, that right. So, like you see, what's going on in, in the mind of the yeah. Chacham? Plus, these are all mountains Pas that are referring to mountains. Right, so right. Here we go. There are mountains. Pa pasuk Dalid. Torah Moshe, Lad Yaakov. Moshe commanded us a Torah, a a heritage for the. Uh, congregation of Yaakov, uh, key key classic thing that you should know. Uh, the difference between Morasha and Yerusha. Yeah. It's it's been it's it's no. been said more than once, but just it's I think it's an important point that a Morasha is like a heritage, 
it's something that that is that is passed down, but is not allowed to be manipulated. It doesn't become the the property of the person who inherits. A heritage is something that they kind of remains forever. They that they must maintain. That they must maintain in its proper state. That they can't just do with it as they please. So the same way, the Torah is a heritage for us, but it's not in our hands to just play with it and manipulate it and 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 uh, do with it as we please. As opposed to we must as opposed to Yerusha, which is like inheriting a piece of po- property. Where if you want, you could just sell a property. Or you could change the property from but a wheat pass it from one generation from to a wheat other. field That's to a barley it's, field. It's it's eternal. Heritage is eternal. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able yeah, and, and heritage is your job to make sure it it, it stays it maintains for the next generation. Yes. It's an inheritance. It's an area. It's like a piece of land, right? So if if they planted wheat on that land, you could change it to barley if you want, even if your father hated barley, right? But that's what a yerusha is. Speaking of which, uh, uh, tonight I'm doing the yazdama for my father. Oh, oh, oh! Let us know. I was about to send you a text, but they said your father would love barley. Just came to mind. Okay, the Khabura. Okay. The, uh, it's actually on second day of Sukkot, but because okay, so I cannot do it, it, I'll do it now. Okay, so uh, uh, I still have Kaddish okay. Sukkot. All right. So we're going to also study in his. Uh, Amen, thank you. Okay, what, what's his name, by the way? Shalomo Ben Yehuda. Shalomo Ben Yehuda. Ruach Hanutin Chalbekan Eden. Also, I also I forgot to say, let's do all of our shooting for Yoshua Shaul Ben Naima. El Narafana Lord, Fuashalema, Fuashama Yoshua Shaul Ben Naima, El Narafana Lord, all the sick, and all the sick, Bifrat, Bifrat, all the sick. Okay, Pasukhe, Israel. There was a king in Yeshurun when the people, the heads of the people got together, all of the tribes of Israel. What does this mean? In unity. So this seems to be referring to either Moshe Rabbeinu or God. Okay, so first of all, what is Yeshurun? There was a king in Yeshurun. So Yeshurun is one of the... Is another is, name of Israel? It's another name of Israel. I think it comes from the word Yashar, because we are the straight people, at mm-hmm. least we're supposed to be straight. Okay? Very famous uh, Yeah, yeah, it's a very famous Pasuk. And it's referring to either to Moshe Rabbeinu or to, to Borei Olam. Um, but I, I but think... It makes sense because, I mean, it could make sense either or. I, mean, I think I think so. this is referring more to, to Actually I don't know I don't know who it's referring to The shot of the Pasuk Is referring to Hashem I, well, What is the Pasuk trying to say? The title of honor of, is from the word Straight, righteous uh, Yeah that, think, that's I the source I, of Am Israel I, 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 Once Israel declared the eternal right to return the Torah God became king of Yeshua So yeah, God yeah. became king yeah. of Yeshua I think Yishon. he's trying I to say that the Bnei Israel became where Because it is, the own, it is Oh I like what he's saying He's saying the second we got The second we got the Torah from Moshe then there was a king in Israel. We essentially accepted God as our king. Of the law. Yes. Okay, I like that. I think that's pshat. You all came as one under one. Now, now, what is this intro? What is this intro doing? I mean, what what's the verse of Zotah Bracha going to be? Starting from the next pasuk. Uh, the blessings, uh, the added blessings of the, the blessings for each tribe, right? Meaning Yaakov Avinu blessed and Parshat Vayichi. He blessed all of the children, and then now Moshe Rabbeinu, he's blessing all of the tribes. And obviously, one of the, the classic ways of studying this parasha is to constantly compare it back Correlation to Baikhi to find the correlations. Wow. And we could, we could do that. It's going, it's, going, it's going to take a while. Um, I'm not really an expert in Vizot Bracha, to be honest, but, but we could, we could uh, look into that a little. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so, so this, this parasha is like the parallel to the way Samuel Yaakov is leaving his kids, Moshe is leaving the tribes. Um, and why, why am I saying this? Because oh, 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 oh. So, so, so now we have to understand, in light of that, what, what was this introduction? So what is the thing that binds all of the tribes together and represents the thing that unifies all of them? It's the Torah, right? So before he goes into the detail of blessing each and every tribe on its own, every he, tribe is a nation of its own, but the Torah unifies but the, exactly, all these nations. Exactly, but the Torah unifies each tribe. And there's a king. And, and you know, do you know, do you know, there's. I mean, you could take this. This is. I'll be. Do, I'll do midrash now. Um, it's not shot in the text, but I think it's it's true. And and uh, nevertheless, I think it's true. Is that each tribe is blessed in its own unique way? They each have their own unique capability. Right, so the Torah unites all of the tribes and makes them all one nation. But each tribe doesn't lose their personal identity, and I think one of the ideas there is that is that the Torah doesn't want or expect everybody to just become the same. Meaning, it's not the Torah allows a lot of room for a person to diversity for for diversity in in like a, and for people to have an individual some individual characteristics that are of their own. And it's not like, it, like um, typically what happens when people get very, very religiously dogmatic, they'll kind of start behaving the same. Everybody becomes the same. They'll all focus on the same things. But um, the Torah clearly, at least in, in our parasha, allows for the diversity between the tribes. Oh, we also learned and, then, the previous and I think there's a beautiful thing that each tribe with their own unique capabilities brings their own... Add to the table. Yeah, they brings their the own table, thing big, to the table in terms of the interpreting of the Torah and their contribution to the people. But we learned that in the, in the previous parashiyot, leading up to this, that, that, Benet, that about marrying amongst different tribes, they all married inside their own tribe. They all kept their own... Correct. Identity. Identity. They kept their own... Yeah, so the tribal identity was very important. I mean, I, 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 I right, yeah. right, and, and I've said this to you guys before that, I think that our great, great, great grandparents did based them everything I, on the Torah. I, I've said this before that I think one of the reasons we appreciate the community so much and the model works so much is because it's not by chance the the model of having a large identity, but then a more div, a more uh, subset of separate identities is a model that I think the Torah sees as ideal. Meaning, if we were just expected to love every Jew, you know, the same way we love every Mashadi, to the same extent, I don't think it would be possible. I mean, it's, it's obviously our duty to love every Jew, but, but would we be able to find that same kinship with every single Jew, like some random Jew from Ethiopia? Also, you spread yourself thin. You spread yourself too thin. They're not, I forget, um, monetarily you would also, but, but I'm just saying in terms of being able to have that feeling of kinship, it's not really possible. When you're talking of a seven million or thirteen million person uh, religion, you know, so the ha- having a subset of a of a more specific identity, I think, is awfully healthy, because it encourages people to get together, and to care for one another whenever they have that shared identity. And I think that's what we have. It's something very special we have that probably most communities don't have because today the world, uh, like the especially the Ashkenazi world, is more like is more. I mean, you have your local communities, you know. But it's based on where they live. It's not mm-hmm. based on a shared history. Yes. So yeah, I don't know if have, it's as strong. We have, a of history. We have, we have, we have the have shared history family. element. From the beginning, we've been yeah. a whole family. Through exactly. All the difficulties. It's very yeah. difficult to explain the mashadi. No, nobody can understand. You know. But but look, but I I, I honestly, and I'm not saying this just to to, to bala bala ourselves. I, I think the Torah does see that as a valuable way of structuring a society, because it gives each group something to a reason to care for one another now within each group you'll have people that are here and people that are there sure. 
And, also, and then it also, is the duty of, like, like, like in our community, I think overall the community does a very good job of helping people that are falling on hard times, helping people that are having issues, they know, like, in, in the issues, family, social issues, financial this, issues, financial health issues, issues. Uh, the yeshiva also, tuition, scholarship also, help. Also, also in different levels of uh, knowledge of religion, each, everybody helps each other. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, and the fact that we all go to the same candy cells, yes, despite we, the fact that from each other, some yeah, of yeah. us are there, some of us are here. Yeah, so, so tomorrow we begin with, uh, with Reuven, uh, and we'll... we'll you have found a ring, I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your phone. You put it in a ring. <laughs> Is there? Mi- you know what? I turn it off. And I okay. Put it back on. So tomorrow we begin with Reuven. Okay. You know, praying here in the back. Inside. Sorry, I'm sorry, my, my knowledge of those first five psukim is very, very, Actually, very limited. Actually, it was uh, interesting because we, 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 yes, what we did yesterday, we, we now we went even yeah. deeper. Thank yeah. you. Okay, okay. Very I hope nice. so. Yes. Or you're just being nice. Yes. I, I told him already everything yeah. you said, but <laughs> <laughs> you didn't believe that it was right. <laughs> 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 <laughs